my fellow Americans, it looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principles and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government, and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are back with another episode of We the People Radio. I'm your host, James, and joining me is the right-wing cigar queen, the biggest CIA show that I know. Did you just call me the right-wing cigar queen, you fuck? Yeah, he's a queen. Wow. Wow. It's Drown Jacoby, dude. What's going on? Wow. Queen. Look at you, dude. Little princess. Little princess over there. What's going on, dude? You've been uh, awfully busy. Eh, you know, just trying to, <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to do. I don't really uh, know. He's out here. He's doing things. I'm just Mr. out here. Things are, <laughs> things are happening. I winning, really... winning, winning awards, just Wait, fucking I'm... troll, trolling, troll, trolling con- congressional candidates. Like it's Alan is all over the place. It's already being told to get fucked. I love it. Redneck renegade. Now, now, I, I told you... some, so, so Alan is now, if you don't know, Alan's doing his MAGA morning shows every morning, 8 a.m., and he's now doing a, a show on LFA TV every single day at 3 p.m. Eastern for an thinking. hour. Uh, so he's over on the LFA TV network every day at 3 o'clock. So I went in there this afternoon to just have fun with Alan and, you know, be my regular self and, <laughs> you know, do what I do. And I, I, I'm like, hey, Alan, get fucked. And people are losing their mind. They're like, did you just tell Alan to get fucked? Dude, I'm there. I'm there. Not I'm there. When did I start? I started like a couple days before Thanksgiving. And I got like I got people sticking up for me for, from trolls already because, you know, they get we get trolls in there every day. 
those the, the LFA fucking squad, they jump on them like no tomorrow. It's crazy. Oh, they were quick, dude. They were quick to get after me. And I was like, oh, no. Alan and I host a show together, and it's our term of endearment. You know, I was uh, going to let it go for a minute, and I wasn't going to say anything at first, <laughs> and I was going to see how many of them were going to gang up on you. And then I was going to – I was in the back of my head. I was I'm going to see if he says, no, I know him. I'd be like, I don't know this fucking guy. <laughs> I don't I fucking know who that guy is. Fucking, what are you talking about? He's Co-host. a troll. He's, He's a, a troll. troll. Get rid of him. What a piece of shit. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, it's it's really cool. Uh the LFA TV fam. I hope we have some of you guys in the chat t- uh tonight. Uh welcome. It's a pretty good show. Alan's running over there, America first. But let's get let's get right into it, Alan. Last week. Friday when we couldn't have a show because Alan's being Mr. Important, you know, going to, you know, white tie events or black tie events and, you know, going white to Trump tie tie. events are racist. Yeah, I know. I know. Alan would go to a white tie event, but uh, <laughs> he uh, went to Trump Tower Friday night. So we couldn't have memes of the week. Uh, and Saturday he was at the New York Young Republican Gala, the annual Young Republican Gala, these European uh, politicians stole my spot. Those pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of uh, there was some there's some uh, Aust- members of Austrian uh, Austria's parliament. Yeah, I think, yeah, no. and, and Hungary. There was some guy playing a violin from Hungary. I, I don't know. There there was like nine hundred and something people there. There was so many so so much going on. There were people there that I knew that I didn't even see that night. Like it was weird the whole oh, there was, was a, there was there, who's who was there there was a lot of people there uh you got some one-on-one time with donnie I did. uh before before everything kicked off with uh cynthia hughes who's a great american patriot she's doing great work with all the january 6th prisoners uh fighting on the front lines working closely with don donnie uh helping these guys out scott chris warrell a lot of the guys that we've had on were because of her i saw you hanging out with her you won the uh, CIA Shill Award, the Nelson yes. Rockefeller Award. Of course, Which I didn't Alan. know. I did not know. So we, we we're there, you know. We go to our seats right after the the cocktail hour, and I sit down, and someone at my table, I don't remember who it was, opens the program and says, "Oh, congratulations!" And I go, "For what?" <laughs> and go, for, seriously, like for what? You getting an award? Go, what do you mean I'm getting an award? And he was, you open the program. And I opened the, I opened the program. Like they had a small program and then they had like a big, uh, like event, I guess, journal it was. Yeah. And in the, in the big front page in the, in the inside of that was like the whole thing from the, from the cigar company. But then I opened up the little one and I'm looking, I'm like, holy shit, look at this. What the hell is the Norman Rockefeller award? Apparently it's an award that's been around in the club since they've been giving it out since the forties. And, uh, I was like, what the fuck? Paul and Gracia, good friend. He uh he got an award and a few other people. Um and uh Donald Trump got the Richard Nixon Award. So it was I didn't even give a shit about getting the award. I did you, have, did, you, did you have to give a speech? Did you have to go up no, there no, and no, so I'm gonna tell you what happened. This is this this is great. This is great. So I see I'm supposed to get an award. Now nobody there knew as far as the New York Young Republican Club and who was running anything that one, I didn't know I was getting an award and I was going to be called up on stage to accept the award like the other award recipients, but they did not know that I was going to be grabbed backstage to go meet with President Trump. So when the girl comes over to me and says, hey, it happens at the same time, 
um, why don't you, I need you to be able to bring me somewhere and then do the awards. And then I go up on stage. Ah, look, I got my, I got my paperweight and I, all kidding aside, it was really cool that they did that. But at the same time, Trump's team, uh, a member of Trump's team came over and grabbed me and my wife, Cynthia, her husband, and one other person that was with us to go and meet the president. I looked at him and I go, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm going backstage to meet the president and I'm not me. I'm not making him wait you know so she's like really i go yeah so what do you mean really like of course i am they had they had to delay it anyway long story short because of how the program went and i was backstage and then when i came out and then they announced president trump and he sat down and the whole thing all the awards were given out except mine and donald trump's they were sitting next to each other on the back table and uh, he, you know, when he got up to speak, Gavin Wax introduced him and gave him his award. As the forty fifth, forty sixth, and forty seventh president. Love it, fucking based. I didn't get mine officially handed to me on stage because I had missed out on the handing out of the award. So they gave it to me afterwards, which well, was fine. It, it, it makes care. sense. It makes sense. It would happen that way, Alan, considering yeah. you are a CIA handler shill. Yes. Uh, and that's the award that you got, the CIA Rockefeller Award. I had uh, to stop the award ceremony because I had to go backstage and and, infil- and infiltrate the 45th president of the United States in our secret CIA shill meeting. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's how it play, played out perfect like yeah. so much that's it's you know it worked so, it makes sense and then that word got around they were like hey how come alan missed the awards and someone said well he was backstage with the president and this is what do you mean he was backstage with the president because we were the only ones there were five of us myself my wife cynthia using her husband and then um john shaffley who was a pro-life um pro-life guy who was you know sabotaged by the government who donald trump was very close with his wife his wife was like a visionary in the pro-life movement and when donald trump ran for president in 2016 he only took two days off from that campaign and that was to go to john shaffley's wife's wake and funeral so you know no no one else got this got this uh access to him one-on-one on one facetime yeah yeah man it was nice we were in the room with him from with him for a little while and we have yeah, we it, was, it wasn't like when you were in the um, the live golf tournament where you just happened to be in the same area and you got to have some sit down time with him like this was like a, a direct invitation from donald trump yeah yeah yeah, yeah. to come yeah, hang absolutely. out with him for, for, yeah, for a minute which is really which is fucking awesome uh jobs dead is in the chat he goes alan fed jacoby yes and uh yes. Yes. <laughs> My man Shager's Lodge is drinking a manly course and watching the boys. I love it. A manly so, course. But so, continue. Yeah, so, what ended, so no, what ended up happening, yeah, the, the, the uh, listen, I, I support the club for a, a lot throughout the year, every year, like with events and sponsoring them with the cigar company and stuff. So that's what the, basically, I mean, <laughs> the award is named after Nelson Rockefeller and they give it to the, to the, like last year, they gave it to a guy who owns a restaurant in New York city who supports the club. So it's, it's whoever is coming out with some money. They're going to give that award to. They, they, uh, yeah. The club. And, which makes sense. It would be named after a Rockefeller. Right. They, sh- they right. should consider changing that name, considering the they should change that name to the Alan Jacoby junior award. And they should I'm, give that a, gar- a glass garden. Um, I'm going to request that a glass they, garden. Gnome. They I like it. A, a glass garden I like gnome. it. I like it. And so that, that was, I thought, you know, I'm just going there to whatever. And it was an interesting night. How, how the timeline was because, you know, Thursday I make this, I, 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 you know, this, I get this phone call from this Congress 
candidate and that all We're just gonna get into that gets a little crazy and then it's in the chat it timed it timed itself you know perfect and uh ended up that was a topic of a lot of discussions with a lot of members of congress that were there that i had, had um who, who knew Ooh. of me on twitter but actually got to meet uh the first time the introductions were quite interesting and the reactions of some of them were quite interesting matt gates who had followed me the day before when i was uh he was there and um I don't remember who grabbed me. It was either J.R. Majewski or it was Vishborough and said, hey, um, Matt Gates wants to meet you. And I said, all right. I walked over and the people are trying to take pictures with him. And, you know, he, he's like, a, he's a firebrand. So everybody's got their cell phones. Yeah. Oh, can we take a picture? Can we take a picture? He sees me. I think Vish tapped him on the shoulder and he sees me. And he, he, he stopped at everybody and he yelled my name and he started doing the Wayne's World I'm Not Worthy bow. And I'm like embarrassed. I'm like, and I, I yeah, looked at him. And I, I, Alan got quite the treatment at this event. I, I heard, I, I heard some stories about primetime Stein as well. My man Alex Stein. I heard <laughs> he was uh, call, calling out. I follow that guy on Twitter. Yeah, Alex Stein was quite the character. It was funny. It was, it was, it was a good night. You know, the best part of it was the slab of prime rib they put on my plate, which was delicious. Oh, oh I bet, I bet. Well, I, I mean, saw, I saw cool. a photo though. I saw a photo. Yeah. Of you and Byron Donalds. Dude, that guy is tremendous. Dude, I, I'm short. I'm I short. literally was dying laughing watching because so, it's a picture of Byron Donalds and, and, and Alan's head. Well, like, you know why? All- you know why? Because J.R. Majewski does not know to how, how to take a photo. Oh, he, he takes my cell phone. He oh takes my, my cell phone. And he's taking the picture like this and not long ways. He's taking it Dude. horizontally and he takes it. And I look at the picture. I look at JR. I go, are you fucking kidding me? I'm a floating head. It looks like a Byron <laughs> Donald is holding my head. But in all, in all honesty, I didn't realize how big he was in person. Dude, uh, I great guy, Byron Donald's crying when that picture surfaced uh, from the event the other day. I couldn't stop laughing because there's going to be I'm, I'm the gal the um the gallery has not been posted yet on the website on, but uh, apparently there was, I mean, there was a lot of professional photographers there. They are probably going to have over a thousand photos to thumb through. They were just doing, you know, uh, popping up in your face and taking pictures and stuff. So who knows? It, it, it'll be some interesting photos, but uh, yeah, it was, it was a good night. Donald, Donald Trump spoke for God. I felt like it was almost two hours. It was it was a good hour and a half and change. I think he he went yeah, on. There was some really really good clips from that speech that uh, that I have queued up for us to yeah. to talk about. He kept about. going on and off teleprompter. It was pretty funny. Oh, he's um, he he he. Uh, it was a it was a spectacular speech. The entire thing, start to finish, uh, he hit a ton of talking points. It was a a great thing to hear from Donald Trump. And I loved, I loved how Gavin Wax introduced him. It was fucking awesome. Uh, the 40, the 45th, 46th and 47th president of the United States. Yeah. It looked like a good time. It looked like a, a lot of fun. It looked like, uh, you know, there was a good crowd there. Here it is. Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, I got to show it. There it there's, is. There's Alan and, and, <laughs> Donald. Oh, it's literally the, the, oh the lighting in the place for photos sucks brutal it doesn't help you at all but brutal. it's this <laughs> just guy ahead, dude it's i just, know this guy you need some of those desantis lifts in your I shoes had, he i he 
he came and he wasn't there the whole time. He showed up at the end of the night. But um, That's when so I met great. him, he knew he knew who I was when I met him. And he said, hey, come and take a picture. And I said, all right. And uh, JR was like, oh, I'll, I'll take the picture. At first, Matt Gates was trying to take the picture and he dropped his phone. And then JR took the picture. Jerry Majewski. And uh and then that that's what I ended up with. I looked like he was uh I mean, I'm a short guy, but he's like he's a linebacker. The guy's a linebacker all day. I didn't realize he was that he was that big. I didn't realize he was that big either, but mm-hmm. I he makes you look like a really tiny human being. Like <laughs> that was a, just the photo didn't didn't do you any justice to you. No, no, and Matt Gates is really tall too. Didn't you know? help you out. Yeah, but at least the Matt Gates photo, it's like you. Where that's just your head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there was prof- there was a professional photographer that took a picture of me and Matt Gates, but I haven't seen it yet. But for and for the record, for the record, I did not ask anyone for a photo. They no, all lie. You were me. you were you they were giving a reach arounds for photos. No. Nope. Can I can I I'll touch your wiener? Nope. Every time I kept as a matter of fact, Corey Mills, when me, Corey Mills, and JR took a, a, a picture, I was trying to find my wife at the time. And then I was like, all right, guys, I got to go find her. I mean, I, I spoke to them all throughout the night. But a core, I'll tell you what, Corey Mills, aces. That guy's going well, places in he, government. And, and he, was, he, he responded to what we're about to get into right now. Because on Friday, I really wish we had a show because this was hot off the presses uh, coming, coming at us fast. My man Alan Jacoby over here is a social media trickster. And also a prominent donor. Uh, <laughs> Alan is a social media trickster and prominent donor. I loved it. I, I couldn't stop laughing at these these words that were being thrown around. I couldn't at, believe it. About, about Alan Jacoby. He's a pro, you're a prominent donor and a social media trickster. But I think it meant to say prominent scumbag, not donor. Last week, Alan uh, had a nice conversation with congressional hopeful uh, Craig Riedel. Um, and the gate, there's a ton of articles that came out. Uh, Kirk, Charlie Kirk show is the show that broke it. Um, but Alan did all, all of the legwork and it is fucking hysterical. Great gateway pundit. Did a great article. And I'm, I have a bone to pick with you guys. Gateway pundit bone the fucking pick. No, it's a, it's a fantastic article. I think out of all the articles that were written about it, this did the best. They did the best job. Everybody else was giving like Charlie Kirk the credit uh, for breaking the story when in reality. Well, no, uh, Charlie Kirk did break the yes. story. He, well, his, he, his show, it wasn't even him. Yeah. It was his, it was his yeah. show broke the story. It was given but, it was given directly to him. Yes. And, you know, they, they, they brought Jr. on the show to, to, to make the first play of the clip. Absolutely. And it was great for JR. It was fantastic for JR. And JR deserves all, all, all of that publicity from this because uh, he's the, the candidate that deserves to be in there. Uh, I think he got robbed in 2020 in, in uh, the previous election. And I'm excited that he's back in the race. But what I liked about Gateway Pundit is they gave you the credit. They were they 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 gave you the credit for what had happened rather than Charlie Kirk, which most of the other article articles pretty much was giving the credit to Charlie Kirk. Uh, and they I, gave and it, that, yeah, that was fine with me. I, I no, I'm sure I'm I, 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 it's nothing wrong with it, and I'm sure you're fine with it. I'm just yeah. saying I think I like the way that the gate, Gateway Pundit port, portrayed it uh, because because of the way that they gave you credit. Well, they were the only ones that actually called me and contacted me and asked me for. 
a statement and that actually came about saturday night because one of the the actually the um were you at the event what's that were you at the event when they called you well no i was at the event and the the uh, the author of this article uh jordan his name's there um jordan cotton radisson yeah he's a really good guy big 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 trump guy too and he um he had followed me on twitter and i had sitting there and i had got a message on twitter Hey, I heard your name. You're at the event. I'd like to meet you. And he came and he brought Jim Hoftover, the editor in chief of the uh, Gateway Pundit. And I was talking yep. to them for a little while. And Jim actually said, oh, "I know who you are." And he and he, he even said, "He goes, aren't you a friend of Roger Stone?" I says, oh, "It depends. Are you going to shoot me? No, they're they're good friends, whatever." And then he looked at Jordan. He says, "Get in touch with Alan. Make sure you exchange numbers and let's get a statement and write it up." So he told him right, right in front of me to write it up. And then the next day. Uh, he asked me for a full statement. So I, you know, I gave it to him and all the, and then he went and did his due diligence with everything else. He actually called, he did call Craig Riedel and his words to me was, yeah, I called him. He wouldn't talk to me, but, uh, he went on this, un, fuck. On, he went on this unhinged rant and he was all aggravated that I called and then hung up on me. And apparently Riedel has done that with uh, quite a few people already that he, he just won't talk about it. He's just kind of going radio tr- silent. Trying to avoid it, avoid it like the plague, yeah. like, like it didn't even happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, 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 what you did was fantastic. And I want to play the full audio clip for everybody to hear for the, those who the haven't. The full eight minutes we got to oh, sit it, through? It, is it eight minutes? It depends on which one you play. The one that uh, play just so, I would just play the 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 main the the main event, the one that was on Charlie Kirk. Which if you scroll down on that article, it is in is is yeah, in I have there. it. I, that's, that's what I was gonna do. Yeah, that's like a minute. So so they gave Alan a nice big picture with his ugly fucking mug. Uh, his ugly look at that face. But just only, for, only for a mother con- could love that face. For context, that that picture was put there for a reason because. The whole context of this thing, this guy was soliciting me for a donation, a max donation of $13,000 since June 16th. I never called him. He called me. He called me. He called me. He knew I was friends with Jeremy Majewski. He texted me, texted me, texted me. All he had to do was put my name in the Google machine or put my name in the Twitter search or anything. It wouldn't have been difficult. No, this would come up or MAGA mornings would come up where I'm there in a MAGA hat and Donald Trump is the son or my Twitter. I mean, it's like... Uh, it, it looks it like MAGA would, threw up all over me. It in my wouldn't social be difficult. Media. It wouldn't be difficult. Look right. at one any any of the shows that Alan does. It's all very pro Trump. Yeah. Everything that he does is pro Trump. Uh, and it wouldn't. It's the the most ridiculous thing in the world that this guy fell for it. It's hilarious that he's begging you for money. And Alan showed all the receipts, which is fantastic. But uh, the article ri- writes out a little transcript of what happened. Here's the the, the clip. That was on the show. I believe this is it, right? Right, yeah, this one. It. Yeah. All right. Either I, one. Either one. Let's see. Not oh, hold on. Gotta do this. There we go. You're not looking nope. for a Trump endorsement, are you? I'm not. I am not. We are not. Nope. And you're making it a point that you that you do not want Trump's endorsement. Yep. Yep. When the time comes publicly, and if it does come, that you're put on the spot about your support for Trump, what are you going to tell people? Like, just straight dope. What are you going to do? Straight. Dope. And I get asked this often, and my answer is is the same every time. And I have I hit on it already. That look, Donald Trump, he's he's a different person than me. I I don't like the way he communicates. 
I think he is arrogant. I don't, I don't like the way he calls people names. I do. I, I just don't think that's very becoming of, of a president. So it's safe to say so, that you're not looking to support the guy's primary run. I'm with you. We, okay. we got to we need to go a different direction. Um, we need people like, uh, uh, you know, people like Craig Riedel. People like Craig Riedel. I like Ron. Yeah, I, think, I like Ron. I like this. He, he seems, you know, I, I can't understand why he's not gaining more traction. That's taking a beating, man. Thing. Taking a beating. <laughs> he's, he's not getting not... traction because he sucks. He's terrible. He's not personable. Nobody likes him. He's a fucking walking robot. His wife runs his campaign. Nobody likes him. But this guy, Craig Riedel, you put you you completely pull the wool over his head and it's hysterical. You play you play the role perfectly. You ask the perfect question. Like you're not looking for an endorsement. Uh, from Donald Trump, or you're not going to endorse him. And, uh, you know, guy, it, it would be, it would be one thing if I went in with a fake name and completely, you know, just, or if, even if I went in anonymously, because during the entire phone call, I, I was very clear. Listen, I baited him. You can call me a trickster. You can call me whatever you want. I knew from sources and not J.R. Majewski. I knew from sources that he was an anti-MAGA guy and he was a never-Trumper, and I was going to test him. So you know what? I told him that I voted for Donald Trump twice. I'm not doing it again. Me and my wife are walking away from MAGA. We don't want to pray at the altar of MAGA or the orange God King. Those are the exact words in the eight-minute clip. And he agreed with every single one, and he disavowed Trump. And at the very end of the clip, he, I said, I'm I'm looking to support Ron DeSantis. I think that's what I'm leaning towards. And he said, you know, I'm leaning towards Ron as well. Needless to say that the the president did hear the entire clip. That I know for a fact. Well, uh, that's that's what I wanted to ask you when you talked to him. Did he bring it up at all while you were in that little little meeting? Did he mention anything about it? The only thing he said, which was only thing he said, I, I wasn't going to talk about it, but he, the only thing, he, he looked at a pin on my wife's chest that she wore her uh, and I love Trump brooch on her dress that he zoned in on and loved. And he looked at me, shook my hand, and the only discussion was it was he said, that was a perfect phone call. Just Play like on words. Play on words like the Ukraine nice. call. Perfect playing. Oh, dude, I can only imagine. That That's was so- a perfect phone. And when he said that, my heart dropped. I was like, oh boy. That was a and then shortly after, shortly after during his speech, which nobody knew he was going to do, he shot, he gave a shout out to J.R. Majewski, who was in the who's there as well. As he Sitting was on the opposite side of the room as me. And uh that was surprising to everybody that he did that. And that is a sign. Because that after that night, that same night at the end of that night, after it was cleared. Cash Patel gave J.R. Majewski his endorsement, yep, which had nice. to be approved by Trump. Mm-hmm. And uh, Corey Mills, the day before, gave him his endorsement. Matt Gates had already endorsed him. J.D. Vance endorsed him uh, either today or yesterday. And he got uh, some uh, ed- endorsements from uh, state-level uh, reps as well. That's Max what? Miller pulled his. pulled his endorsement from Craig Riedel. Yep. And was- right now, I mean, I, I, I'm telling everybody if they want to make a phone call – that they should call Jim Jordan and Elise Stefanik and tell their yes. office that you demand that they pull their endorsement from Craig Riedel because of the disparaging remarks they made against oh. Donald Trump. I heard from sources that Jim Jordan is not happy, but is not 
done anything as far as pulling his endorsement. As of right now, I don't, I don't know what's coming. This guy is such a cuck, such a beta, that as soon as this breaks, as soon as this comes out, he writes out a letter literally yes. stating. And he lied in this letter. Craig Rydell endorses President Donald J. Trump. It's very simple. I endorse Donald J. Trump for president. Let me be clear. There's no question that President Trump's record of securing our southern border, fighting inflation, creating jobs, and taking on our foreign adversaries like China is what we needed over Joe Biden's failed leadership. Matt Gates and social media trickster pulled a stunt yesterday to try to convince President Trump to get involved in my congressional primary for proven loser J.R. Majewski. Yesterday, a so-called donor called me. No, that's not what happened. Making numerous anti-Trump statements. I was clear then, and let me be clear now. I am focused on winning this primary by defeating proven loser J.R. Majewski and defeating Marcy Captur in the, in the in general election. So, uh, so again, I never, ever, ever, ever called Craig Riedel, number one. Number two, Matt Gates had nothing to do with the phone call. Matt Gates had zero to do with the phone call. Matt Gates nor J.R. Majewski knew that this phone call was taking place. Okay? Never so, knew. So here are the receipts. Alan went as far as to post the receipts of yeah. the, the missed call, decline call, missed call, incoming call. Uh, and then we got. So there's, there's text messages because what I happened was. What uh, happened yeah. was I finally decided, you know what? Then I'm going to text him back and say, hey, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry I haven't uh, gotten back to you. I'd like to discuss your campaign. Let's set up a call. Going back he, to June. Yeah, and then he called me at 11, like 15 or 11, 16, I believe it was on Thursday. Yeah, and these are all the past text messages. There you go. Hey, Alan. Hey, Craig. Alan Jacoby here. I have to apologize for not getting back to you. I was wondering if you had time for a call tomorrow, late morning or later in the afternoon to discuss your campaign. I like what I am hearing. Let me know. Hope all is doing well. That right there was the bait. I yep. wanted him to call me. And then he got back to me and then he called me. He called me the next day. And you got, you got, got in a call and he, 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 like we said at the top the top of this conversation, all it would have taken was a simple Google search. A and simple he had seen, since media, June, he could have done it. Social media checks. Like, uh, Alan is not shy about his support for Donald Trump at all. Uh, and this guy fell for it hook, line, and sinker, and it's hysterical. And he's trying to save face any way he can by endorsing Donald Trump, which makes him look even weaker and look stupid. Yes, like, that was that was a bad campaign move to come yes. out and endorse Donald Trump after that was your voice. If you what he should have done is disputed that it was his voice. If I was Craig Riedel, okay, I would have taken one of Stone's rules, Roger Stone's rules. Deny, 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 defend, attack. I would have denied it that it was my voice. I would have said that as an AI that is an artificial intelligence generated voice it is not me and then put the burden of proof back on me to prove it was him which i would have done anyway but he didn't do that nope. he just comes out i'm going to endorse donald trump and matt gates and a social media trickster first of all <laughs> idiot why are we blaming matt gates i, I don't get it a trickster when all it's your laziness and lack of due diligence yeah uh just because you're a greedy fuck 
I'm going to tell you why he I'm going to tell you why he blamed Matt Gates because in the in the larger clip I asked him straight out what do you think of Matt Gates and yes. he and he goes um I said what do you think of Matt Gates and I and I said honestly uh, I used to like him this is me talking I used to like him but now I can't even say his name without wanting to throw up like I said that Matt Gates heard it and laughed and then he comes out and says yeah I'm not a fan of Matt Gates either so either he was so desperate the guy raised $825,000 so far okay he was either that desperate for another $13,000 where he would have agreed with anything I said, or he was just too dumb to vet who, what, what potential donor he was going to talk to over the phone or both. I, I don't know. A combination of both for sure. And, and this, is the, this is exactly why this is so important, Alan, and this is why I love that you did this, because we've been lied to by so many Republicans. So many people have used Donald Trump's name they have kissed his ass. They've pretended to support him. Uh, they've tried to get his endorsement any way possible. And then as soon as they get elected on his name, they turn around and do everything that the establishment wants. Perfect right. example uh, Ron, is Meatball Rob. He literally would not exist as a governor without Donald Trump. And now nope. he's trying to run on president, run for president because he got elected for governor because of Donald Trump. It's, it's, it's absolutely insane. And enough is enough. These people need to be called out and exposed every, any way possible because yes, they're going to continue. And he's not the only one that's using Donald Trump's name. That's use it to, to profit from, to get elected for uh, in, in position. Go ahead. So, my thought on this is, and I mentioned this earlier today, is when you have someone running for Congress right now, you have someone running for Senate as a Republican, and they're not, they're radio silent on Donald Trump completely. That should be a red flag because of how polarizing the presidential campaigns are, how polarizing and and and, and hot the primary is, mm-hmm. and what's going on with Donald Trump and everybody else. The question should be asked to every single member of con- every single candidate running for Congress or Senate. What is your stance on Donald Trump and why do you want his endorsement? Are you going to endorse him? Are you a supporter of Donald Trump? It's important because the people that are not saying it either way, I would have more respect for somebody that comes out of the gate and says, I am running for Congress and I am not a supporter of Donald Trump other than coming out and not saying anything. They're just walking the line, hoping yes. to see which way things go because right. of the illegal trouble that Donald Trump is in, which is absolutely ridiculous, and we'll right. get into it in a little bit. Um, but no, that's exactly what they're doing. And and we've said it on this show, Alan, that no matter which side you're on, like even if you're running for president, what's happening to Donald Trump, you should be very loud about. Like sure. it, This is something that no matter uh, what position you're going for, in in politics this is a, such a huge deal that they're doing this to donald trump because if they could do it to him they could do it to anybody else it's completely unconstitutional it's a complete political hit job uh a political attack to to pre- prevent him from look what's going on he's in court today instead of being in iowa and in new hampshire while meatball rob is literally living in iowa like yeah, I mean, but but when you you're Buck Fiden in the chat, I just lit up his page like a fucking Christmas tree. I love it. You know, Donald Trump. Yeah, Ron DeSantis is he's basically the last seven months he's he's lived in Iowa. I don't know who the governor of Florida is right now. He's I think as we speak, 
Oh, he maybe he's an hour in. I forget what time it was. He was doing a CNN town hall in Iowa with Jake yep. Tapper from CNN. Like, oh, come on. Well, it's it's just it's it's comical, Alan, because remember when Donald Trump did the CNN town hall and what the yeah. dissents were all saying? Why yeah. would you go into him? Why would you give them airtime? Why would you blah, blah, blah? You're a traitor. Yeah. You're, you're look, you're a, you're a rhino. You're a dem. You're one yep. of them. This, that and the other. Everything. Now they're all they, celebrating it. Tonight. Oh, well, look, people Rob yeah. is on, on CNN. He's going to look how brave he is going. Yeah. Sammy Wines, blah, blah. He's as stunning and brave as a disgusting <laughs> tranny. Fuck all of these people, dude. This fucking high heels. Uh, but the, the there's so many people that are using Donald Trump's name. And to close out this article in Gateway Pundit, this is the last thing I want to say about it because I'm a little upset. The last thing it says right here, Jacoby streams a morning show live 8 a.m. every day, 1776 live TV. Love that. Love that. And America First Live every day at 3 p.m. Where's our 8.30 time slot, Gateway Pundit? Where's the 8.30 time slot every they, Tuesday and Friday? They didn't have – they they had a quota on ugly bearded guys, and they met it with hey. me. That's what they told me. So. Well, I'm not an ugly bearded guy, thankfully. So They said you were uglier very, than me, so that's why they, they couldn't, they couldn't use you. Very good-looking bearded guy. But you left out the 8.30 time slot. Other than that great article, you did great work. Uh, Alan, fucking hysterical. Legendary. I am, I am the new MAGA hitman because I actually have a couple other prospects on my list oh, that I'm speaking to a couple people and then I'm uh, I'm, I'm going to be targeting. So maybe maybe something good will come out of those too. <laughs> I, hope, I hope so, dude. I want more of this. I am very, very much for all of this. And... Hey, listen, if you if you're another person that has the ear of a congressional candidate and uh, they want money from you and uh, you're a Trump, a Trump guy, put put their feet to the fire, just yeah. like Alan did. Don't be scared. Record uh, them. Yeah. Don't be scared to put their feet to the fire and, and and see where they really stand. Are they really just trying to get money from you? Are they just you know saying doing anything that they possibly can to get money from you? Are they uh, truly uh, a, a supporter of Donald Trump? Are they uh, are just a pretender like a lot of these people are? Uh, it's really I'm waiting to see if I get a uh, like a letter from a, like a campaign attorney or something like a cease and desist to not talk about it or anything else, uh, or if they they try some like intimidation tactic. Because with with that, I'm just going to take a photocopy of my middle finger and I'm going to send it back to them to their return address. Or I'm just going to take a shit and I'm going to use it as toilet paper and I'm going to shove it in the envelope and send it back to the lawyer because I just don't care. Nah, dude, it's 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 absolutely ridiculous. The fact that this guy thought he can get on the phone and schmooze you and get thirteen thousand dollars—it's not a little bit of amount of money. It's max donation for a couple yeah. uh, that he's asking for. And this guy is coming out here and saying, "Ah, oh, yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of Matt Gates. Uh, Donald Trump is arrogant. I'm I'm done with how he talks <laughs> to people and calls people names. It's not becoming of a president." Well, I think it's very relatable there, Mister Craig Riedel. I yeah. think you're a stuck up fucking suit, and you need to go get fucked. And I hope you never get a position in politics ever, uh, because you're a piece of shit. Anybody who talks about themselves in third person, I, I think should just be thrown off a bridge. Yeah. Well, Craig Riedel could be that person. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? These people are so dumb. Like JR, this, that's why I like JR, because JR is like a, a regular dude. He may be mm -hmm. like super duper Mensa smart. He but, is. 
I know, but he's a regular dude. Like he's mm-hmm. an average, average American. And he actually, it's funny because he actually went famous. He he got got known because he did the huge uh Donald Trump 2020. Oh, yeah, he's like on the, the big triangle flag. Yeah, the big the big triangle flag yes. for, for Trump. Yes. I, and I and I saw this today, Alan, and it's pretty fucking cool. I gotta where is it? Uh Where here it is. Ready? Watch this. Oh, this savage somewhere. Put his mugshot in a farm crop. Where is that? Eighty acres of fairground. Where is that? I don't know. What a big penis. Is that? Is it? You think that's real? I I don't know. I hope it is. I I don't. I wouldn't be surprised. How the hell? It looks pretty fucking real. How the hell yeah. can you, you get that accuracy in a mugshot? These are really talented people. People are very like. Look at that. Or is that painted? I wonder if it's just cut down really low and that's painted on there. It has I to. I, uh, either way, either, much respect. That is yes. fucking awesome. I love that. Yeah, that's real. That's cool. That's really fucking cool, dude. It really is cool. That's fucking awesome. Um, no, it's it, it, that's that, that when I saw that, it reminded me of Jr. Because that's where Jr. got known from was doing that yeah. big that big uh, painted his whole triangle yes. blue Trump twenty twenty flag like a big pen and stud. But that's why we we like Jr. Because he's very relatable. He's an average American. This is why we like Donald Trump. He's not a politician. He's an average American. Uh, you know, he may be a billionaire, but. He understands the plight of the average American, unlike most of these other politicians who have no fucking clue. Yeah, you know, Donald Trump, he is um there's one statement that was said that I agree with. Uh when somebody runs for president, I don't know any other presidents that have run for the presidency because they love they truly love America or Americans other than Donald Trump. They run because they want the power, the control, they want to be in, the, the leader of their party and everything that comes along with it obviously. I mean, it's the ultimate the ultimate uh resume topper of any political uh, uh you know, career, mm-hmm. but Donald Trump I think is the only president that ran for president because he truly was tired of seeing what was happening from the, to this country. Even back in the 80s when people asked him if, he, if he'd ever won, run for president like uh, Oprah Winfrey and all those people, and he says, I don't know, maybe. And he would still have the same stances on how this country was getting bamboozled by China and so many other people throughout the world. Yep. And then, you know, it was it was time. It was time, and, and he did it. And the reason he's doing he doesn't have to do it. He could be hanging out of Mar-a-Lago as a billionaire doing absolutely nothing. Playing, playing golf anywhere in the world. He said it on Oprah Winfrey back in the day. He's like, you know, if the country ever gets bad enough uh, that it needs to be saved, I'll I'll do what I have to do. But uh, this yeah. is this is uh, something that I think he, he – I in, in the short period of time – before his presidential run, I remember him sitting in his office in Trump Tower, you know, dropping some hints like, you know, Obama's birth certificate's fake. Like he was, you know, making some statements yeah. about things. And it was it, they were great. I loved them. Yeah. Uh, and then and then all of a sudden he he made that that famous trip down the escalator. 
and they all hated him. And they all they all turned changed their tune. He went from one of the most beloved Americans in the world. Like people wanted to be him. Barack Obama literally said Trump is the American dream in his book. Yeah. Uh, and and now they they attack and try to destroy him. They attack his family. They attack his character. Yeah. And and he's the only president and and politician, in my opinion, that is losing money while he's in office. He's he lost, lost a, lot money. Money, a lot of money while he was in office. And on top of that, he didn't take a salary. He donated his salary every single quarter to a cause that he chose. And they were all great causes. Uh, didn't take, he did everything that he did for free for fucking free. Now, and, 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 and people are like, Oh, he probably made some foreign deals. What foreign deals? They're like, Oh, he probably made some backdoor deals. They can't name any backdoor deals that he made. He and is, if there, if there were backdoor deals, they would have been leaked already because he would have been impeached for it or he'd be indicted oh. for it. The, the FBI for Russiagate went through everything, the IRS, the taxes, everything. There's yeah. nothing for him, them to go through. Uh, there's nothing. So they, they would have found it. So, again, there's the, the man has lost his uh, uh, reputation or not, not reputation, but I his, somewhat, you know, publicly lost his reputation because he was loved uh, unanimously. Honestly, honestly, he doesn't give a fuck. I think he's loved more now than he was even before he ran for president as a Republican because he's gained so much more notoriety and love from the from the American people. Well, now I think it's a real love as just a, as just a billionaire. I as, think now, as a celebrity. No, yeah, I think now it's a real love where it, like like yeah. like people like I pray for Donald Trump every day. Like uh, uh, Donald what Donald Trump has to go through on a daily basis, he's built different. Uh, Absolutely, he, he's, he, to go through the torment and, you know, dragging his name through the mud every single day, these witch hunt cases that he's going through. Uh, you, you, you cannot have thin skin at all. Like even in the slightest, uh, he right. is built different and his work. And then, and then on top of all of that, he's able to accomplish what he's able to accomplish. He's able to go and go to all these events and, and do speaking engagements and still be the life of the party everywhere he's at. Uh, and not not show anywhere whatsoever. Yeah, it's it's truly unbelievable. He's a fascinating human being, uh, and the fact that he's able to do it is fucking unbelievable. It's, it's a, yeah, it's amazing, and he's yeah. gonna continue to do it. Yep, and 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 we fucking need it. Um, so there's a lot going on, Alan. There's a lot. Alex Jones back on Twitter. Back on Twitter. Love it. I absolutely love it. He's a national treasure. Um, he was gaining like twelve hundred followers a minute at one point when he first he got broke. On. Broke it went like skyrocketed. Yeah, to a million followers, and then he does a uh, Twitter space. Oh yeah, Vivek Ramaswamy was cool. Was pissing on the on the hot mic. It was great. Good for him. Good for him. I think that was awesome that that happened. That you know what? This is great. It's taking a fat piss. I don't hear it. I don't hear Dr. Fangelser. Gentlemen, I have to go. Yeah, I, I just, I just okay. want to be sort of, uh, yeah, exactly. I want to be clear about my I'm, I'm super pro human. I mean, all humans. Uh, you know, humans in America, humans in. The body of Dr. Fangelser. And everyone else. Phone open in the bathroom. Vivek, that's your phone, Vivek. I'm not able to mute you. Vivek, you're taking a piss, Vivek. 
Uh, sorry about that. So, um, <laughs> sorry about that. That Whoops. was a that uh, that was a real live stream. Yeah, it's not a meme. That's fucking real. That's awesome. Uh, so and, it would have been that's better. Starts- if, it would have been better if he was like a real man and he like took it like had a huge fart while he was taking a piss, you know, and just and then you heard him like going. Uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like one of those really heavy like sighs, like uh, yeah, like a real manly piss. Yeah, that would that would like those, a- those hands on the wall, like yeah. holy shit, I needed to piss really bad. Intolerant <laughs> leftist is in the chat. What's up, intolerant leftist? He may have he he may have uh, garnered more support if it was uh, that dramatic of a piss. People are like, you know what? I'm voting for this guy. guy's got a heavy fat piss he's a fat (laughs) pisser uh but i i I think uh isaac uh not isaac i've been reading buck fiden's uh thing isaac happy uh we need to talk about him uh but i think alex jones coming back to twitter is a is a big move i think it's it's very good for uh information for people getting information faster Regardless. I think the best part about it is just triggering everyone who hates oh, to made, see it. That's amazing. the best part for me. No, no question. I mean, the left, the, the leftists are losing their fucking mind. That Alex Jones, they're like, how many people have to die for, for this guy to get off of yeah. his off of Twitter? They're he gonna, killed all kill, those kids. He's gonna kill people. <laughs> they love, he killed all those kids. It's <laughs> it's hysterical, but. But what I I, I love I love about it as well because you know regardless of how you feel you you know there's there's people in the camp that Alex Jones is controlled opposition I may be in that camp, uh, but he has to tell the truth like for him to work for him to make us look crazy he has to tell the truth because he's dealing with truthers he's sure. dealing with people that are going to be looking into everything that he says and he's been proven right time and time again uh, and you know as time goes on I'm not sure if my theory is correct I could be wrong he could be a good guy. Uh, you know, some of the things that he says have been really on point. Uh, and, uh, you know, who knows? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, say either way definitively. I, that's just my thoughts and opinion. But him being on Twitter um, is going to his information, his reach, the things that he's talking about are going to reach so many more people now. Sure. He's been banned since 2020. Yeah. He's been off these platforms and now he's going to be able to release clips. He's going to be, be able to uh, release talking points. Cause now people are like, Holy shit. Alex Jones is right. I can't believe Alex Jones was so, so correct. And I loved, he was on Tucker Carlson mm-hmm. uh, recently and he was talking about some really, really uh, very impressed that Tucker had him on. Very, and the interview was fantastic. It was the, they best, were, the best part of that interview is when they was just, he was talking about, from his source that Joe Biden walks around the white house aimlessly at night naked. And I thought shits, that shits himself. I thought that the best part was just him walking around naked and uh, then not wanting to have female secret service agents on his uh, detail anymore. And uh, yeah, I, that I thought was, was the best part of the interview. <laughs> Loading him up on amphetamines running around and Tucker Carlson said that it was, uh, it was verified to him through sources that, yep. Um, it was true that it was true that yeah, Joe I, Biden is I, he's, like, he's like he's like I don't fuck around with my sources like I vet everything uh, he, and he's like so if, if I found out that it's true it's 
it's got to be true. But they were talking about some heavy stuff and the fact that this was able to be aired on Twitter for people to see. Because, again, many people who disparage Alex Jones and say he's some crazy whack job, has no clue what he's talking about, they never watch him. They never actually take in and consume what he's saying. They just hear what people say about him and they just assume that's who he really is. Or they see the wild clips of him acting like a crazy lunatic, which are hysterical, like wrapping the tinfoil over his head and screaming (laughs) at the camera at the top of his lungs. Like It's some of the greatest stuff you'll ever see in the world, but it it makes people not take him seriously and they immediately just uh, push him to the side because of that kind of behavior. But now that he's on Tucker Carlson because of the clout that Tucker Carlson has with boomers and with people that of that demographic usually brush Alex Jones aside, Mm -hmm. um, they got to hear him. And some of the things that he was talking about was so on point. Here's a clip. So the earth is being put into a countdown collapse right now. And so I'm like the fisherman when the tidal wave comes in and I'm like, Oh my God, my wife and children are about to die. And, and, and so I'm not really worried about me because I'm a man. I did this. I knew it was coming. I've been proven right. And I'm not happy. I was proven right. I wish we could have gotten ahead of this and stopped it. Yeah. We have a lot of credibility now that people see that we were right. So maybe we can stop the next phase of it. But the globalists have gone from testing phase beta test phase into full operational now. And they say, read their writings. We are going to have a post-industrial world by 2030. We will have no personal cars by 2030. You will be eating bugs by 2030. <laughs> and we will start uh, the, the depopulation of 90% of the people by 2045. That is the official WF, official UN, official Club of Rome plan. What do you mean the depopulation? They want to bring the world population down to 500 million. Yep. Written on the Georgia Gills. But I thought we were opposed to genocide. No or no? I guess we're not. Well, you know, we're told now don't have children. It's bad for the earth. And we're told all this. And Elon Musk is right. And is a hero for pointing out all the actuaries show. If you don't have 2.1 children, a man and a woman, people go, well, a man and a woman can have 2.1. It's, it's in the aggregate, folks, out of billions. If a country doesn't have 2.1, 2.2 replacement rate, then you don't have people to take care of the old folks. Society collapses. And so uh, Japan's 1.3, Italy's 1.3, they're done as cultures. Uh, America, without immigrant influx, is uh, about 1.6. That's not, that's not viable. Uh, and so, and I'm not just talking about white people only here, but white people are 7% of the world population, maybe eight. Uh, and so I would be sad if the last of the Eskimos were dying. I'd, I mean, I'm sad that the Japanese, within 100 years, uh, there might be 20 million of them. Or but just to my previous question, about and without getting too personal, but like, what, I mean, I feel a little bit enervated and down just hearing your dot connecting here. Like, what's the effect on you over twenty five years? I mean, if you look- so he got in some really, really good stuff on this this interview uh, that you don't hear on a Tucker Carlson show or no. a, a mainstream show uh, at all. And you know, he he opened up with the the World Economic Forum and what they plan on us for 2030. They continually tell us what they plan on happening. They've been doing this forever, uh, the World Economic Forum. So not only that, there's a thing, there was a, uh, it's still going. And the term has been around a long time, but it's it's being forced upon and trending on TikTok and really to target young white 
people mostly because uh, it's mostly white couples in, in these TikTok videos and, and dinks, uh, dual income, no kids. Yeah. So literally they're like used car salespeople saying, hey, listen, with our extra income, we can go to a trip to Europe. With our extra income, we can drink $8 yep. lattes every day and we can do this and we can do that. And we don't have to leave the party because of our children. So why have kids when you can be dinks, dual income, no kids? And that is promoting absolutely depopulation in a way, just the same way as well. If you can't feed it, kill it. Go abort your kid. I mean, that's basically the Democrats' slogan well, on abortion is if you can't feed it, kill it. You can't well, afford to feed it, kill it. And we'll make Alan, sure you can't afford to feed it. Alan, Alan, it's it's even worse. It's even worse because I I want to I want to go back to what we were talking about. But I saw this today and I I almost flipped the shit. So Cosmopolitan. Puts this out. This is the Cosmopolitan. This is a magazine that girls read every single day. Yeah. So how does satanic abortion ceremony even work? Right on their Instagram. Like, don't even hide it. This is the first fucking slide. Patients of all faiths are welcome at Samuel Alito's mom's satanic abortion <laughs> clinic in New Mexico, along with medical counseling, the, the uh, satanic temple, Offers yes. free ceremonial support over abortion ceremonies and totally optional and customizable. Here are the church, the, the, the satanic temple recommends. First, find mm -hmm. a quiet space, bring a mirror. So, you like, this is fucking James. I, I did, I did, I covered this in, in a show a long time ago. Oh, I think a this morning was show, three weeks right? ago, right? But this was posted here. But this is posted here. This has been on the Satanic Temple since before Valentine's Day because the Samuel Alito, Alito's mom's abortion clinic, that if you go on the Satanic Temple website, I can't even believe you're bringing this up because tomorrow at my 3 p.m. show, I'm going through the entire Satanic Temple website along with all of what's going on now recently with the after-school programs, they're pushing even more. Website uh, lawsuits at the Satanic Temple won this year, and all of this shit that's being promoted. And these Satanic abortion ceremonies, on their website, you can do different types of them. And they are actually opening up. I don't know if it was supposed to be open already in New Mexico, but they're funding for it and looking for sponsors. They're crowdfunding and they're calling it, James, the Sam, the Sam, Samuel Alito's mom's abortion clinic. Literally, they're selling condoms with pictures of all the SCOTUSes on them. The Satanic Temple, which is a, a legit registered religion. Yes, yes. And pe 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 people don't realize that, uh, uh, Anton LaVey, his daughter looks exactly like Taylor Swift, <laughs> the, founder, the founder of the Satanic Temple. Their head, well, no, the the I think that's the the the, uh, church, the church of Satan. The Satanic right. Temple is that other guy, uh, loose or something or another. Yes. Um, but you know, now they're they've been targeting children, and of course, they do it in a way that they're. 
It's very interesting. And I, you and I did it on a show when I yeah, played. We, yep, we covered it. But this yeah. is the Cosmo is posting about this. Yeah. This is like a, a mainstream media outlet for yes. young girls. This is like a, uh, you know, uh, almost like a, a, a rite of passage for, uh, for young girls. I'm imagining part. that the Satanic Temple threw money into this and, sure and you know, for, for advertising. And then, and then, and then our uh, Iowa State Capitol is displaying this. You see this? Mm-hmm. Yep, I oh, no big deal. Right at the Capitol building. They're just putting a baphomet in the Church of Satan in the fucking Capitol well, building. Yeah. yeah. This is, I think, the Satanic Temple also. Uh, it's the Iowa chapter. There are chapters all over the world now. Uh, and their, their defense of it was, well, the First Amendment and freedom of religion, and they are a a a legit registered religion. It. Uh, it yeah, so no, they can get fucked. No, they are really hundred percent. Here's the thing: in, in in front of the Arkansas State Capitol, there's really a statue of the Baphomet with his yes. a symbol with little kids yes. standing around it, right in front of the Capitol uh, building. And they use that same exact argument that you just yep. made. Uh, it, it, it's completely sick and disgusting, and they're allowing this to happen. They're doing this on purpose. They're sure. literally trying to normalize pedophilia, normalize Satanism, normalize this evil, disgusting type of behavior, and they always tell us that they're going to be doing it. They always yes. tell us exactly what they're going to be doing, Alan. They don't even hide it. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, and when we bring it up, they're like, oh, you're crazy. And then when it happens, we're like, uh, here, see. Uh, right. It's Oh, it's okay if you get knocked up in a Walmart parking lot on a Friday night. It's not a big deal because you're just going to go get an abortion. You just go to the it's, – it's not a big deal. That's what they – that's the left. That's the progressive way. Well, mm-hmm. you're not, you know, you can go and have all the fun you want and live your life and dye your hair and get tattoos and wear your, your leather dog masks. Fuck anybody and everybody you want. And if you get knocked up, we'll just kill it because, well, it's just a burden. You can't feed it financially. So kill it. And uh, it's Fuck not. Right out of you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's evil, man. It's, it's pure evil. Like, and it's amped up even more because, well, it's, it's like, and that's why Donald Trump is hated so much by the left, of course, is because he was the champion of Roe v. Wade going bye-bye and back to the States. And this all yep. amped up even more and intensified like a wildfire because Roe v. Wade was knocked down and went back to the States. And the narrative was spun. Well, now they banned abortion. Well, well nobody banned abortion, you fucking retards. But that's the narrative you'll spin because you'll take any lie and go with it anyway. Now it's just back sure. to the States. So I, I saw it's it's funny that you bring that up because um, I saw something earlier that um, you know they love that we're fighting over the abortion issue. It's it's a serious issue. Don't get me wrong, but prior to the abortion issue and prior to the LGBTQ issue, uh, you have to look at what was going on. The left was doing the whole Occupy Wall Street nonsense, yeah. and, and the right had the Tea Party movement that they shut down. Right. And those were, those were movements that affect the elites. Those are movements that affect uh, their daily, you know, uh, pockets and what they're trying to accomplish. Whereas the abortion issue is not going to affect them whatsoever. Uh, it's we're now fighting over something that doesn't affect these elites at all, and we're not paying attention to the issues that are really going on because we're right. fighting over this one. Now, yeah. I'm not downplaying the issue of abortion, but it doesn't affect them that we're arguing about it. If we were arguing, uh, 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 you know, 
about things that directly affected them, like bailing out banks and things like this, they're going to, they're, they're not going to be too happy about it. But uh, to go back to what Alex Jones was saying, you know, he, he, he literally said that they want us eating bugs and they don't want us driving public cars. Here's Klaus Schwab saying exactly that. For the 20th, I hope I will have the pleasure still to be invited for the meeting when we meet for the 20th governance summit. You will use the app like Uber, but not anymore to call some driver, but uh, automatically guided car, a self-driven car will come to your hotel or wherever you are and will bring you to the airport. No, Los Angeles is one of the cities with the heaviest traffic who told me in 2030, Los Angeles will be private car driven free. And this will allow to transform highways into parks and other public spheres. They literally tell us what they plan on doing. Yeah. He they wrote, don't hide it. No, they don't. They, they, they don't hide it. And uh, yesterday a story broke something that I've been very big on Alan for the past couple of years that I feel like is almost an inevitability. What's that at this point? Um, and I don't know if it's coming now or, or if this is fear mongering tactics, but a story broke yesterday. Um, let me see. Where is it? Um, it's an alphabetical order. Here we go. Reveals hackers affiliated with China's People's Liberation Army have infiltrated critical services here in the U.S. Alexandra Hoff joins us now from our nation's capital. Alex, this is not good. No, it's not. I mean, nope. this infiltration appears to be part of a broader effort to insert chaos into our logistical systems. The information collected could then be weaponized if the U.S. and China were to become engaged directly in the Pacific. According to reporting from The Washington Post, citing multiple U.S. and industry security officials, China's cyber army, army is invading critical U.S. services, like an attempt to break into the system behind Texas's independent power grid. Other victims include a water utility in Hawaii, a West Coast port, and at least one oil and gas pipeline according to that report you're seeing there. Brandon Wells, executive director of the Department of Homeland Security Cybersecurity Agency, told the Washington Post this, quote, it is very clear that Chinese attempts to compromise critical infrastructure are in part to pre-position themselves to be able to disrupt or destroy that critical infrastructure in the event of a conflict to either prevent the United States from being able to project power into Asia or to cause societal chaos inside the United States to affect our decision-making around a crisis. The report notes that over the past year, hackers affiliated with the People's Liberation Army in China have accessed the computer systems of about two dozen critical entities. So I, I've, I, spoke, I spoke about this today, too, but in relative to the... Well, you do two shows a day, so I'm not well, surprised. No, no, no. <laughs> well, it was, it, it was relevant because it affected Rumble yesterday yes. for more than half the day. And today, briefly, because it oh, happened yeah. again. It happened that again today. today as well. Yeah. Yep. It happened again today. So, I think it's testing the waters, and I believe that the Biden regime and the and beyond the uniparty establishment, the deep state, we'll just call it the deep state. The cabal. I, I I think that they are aware of it, 
Um, they knew it was going to happen at some point. They're allowing it to happen for, um, I think, for the reason of they want to see how it how if they can make it work, if they can go after basic power grids or even just uh, any type of telecommunications, internet, and things like that. Internet. As yep, yeah. As we're going into the primary elections and then the general elections. So I had last week, I never lose power in my neighborhood. We just, we didn't, we never, when Sandy hit, we lost power in my house, lost power for three days. Okay. There were other areas lost, you know, 18 days a month, whatever it was, but where I am, we barely get our lights to flicker two times last week in two consecutive days, the power went out between, it was like seven and nine o'clock, but only went out for like 10 minutes, literally 10 minutes. And then it was back on, like nothing happened and just got, you know, power interruption and it's back, it's restored. So I found that odd. And I thought I didn't think about it as much until yesterday when rumble was down and there were other major websites, there were banking institutions that were having issues. People couldn't access their banks. Um, the, the, the thing in Texas, yep. uh, a bunch of other things. So listen. I, and, go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, well, the way that they described it is that they were infiltrating like certain areas. It wasn't like a, a, a federal grid. It was certain areas that they yeah. were infiltrating. Yep. Um, but they're disguising it as, uh, you know, China, the, the CCP. And that could be it could be true that it is the CCP involved involved in this. I think they're uh, definitely involved in it. Uh, well, I think it's it's our government allowing the CCP if the yes. CCP is is involved uh, there through our southern border, through other other avenues, because uh, they want it to happen. I truly believe that they've lost control of the Internet, uh, especially with Twitter now in the hands of Elon Musk. Uh, they're not able to shift the narrative like they used to be able to. They, their viewership on mainstream media is an all-time low. And uh, Joe Biden and the Hunter Biden situation is getting worse and worse by the day. Yep. Um, and they, they're Donald not, Trump's getting more support by the day. More and more support by the day. So, um, And as these stories break, as these, these dams start to, to crumble – and we start to hear more and more stories about this stuff like Epstein's in the news now, child trafficking's in the news now. All of this stuff is now starting to creep out and, and information is starting to come out. And it's going to hit a critical mass point where they're not going to be able to spin the narrative at all. And they're going to they're going to need to pull the plug so we cannot communicate. And it it would be awfully convenient of them that just the Internet goes down. We're still able to get like cable television. So like we can watch the the cable news like we won't have like our traditional like a hundred plus channels, right. but we'll be able to get like cable news and be able to watch them, and they'll be able to tell us what's going on, sure. and we'll be able to rope rope the narrative back in. But I think there's a possibility if that does happen, it could backfire bigly, Alan. It will backfire hugely for a couple of reasons <clears throat> because if the internet goes down, that means that they can't use their Dominion servers anymore. They, they they will definitely try to suspend the election. I guarantee they'll try. I don't think they'll may, be able to make it work. We'll still have an election, but it'll have to go to paper ballots. Be a huge win for us. Uh, Depend, you know? It depends on 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 when they do it, how long they keep it, and play unless they plan it where 
you start seeing that little bit of societal decay just enough where people don't want to leave their house to go and vote because oh, they're afraid. There's there's many layers to this onion, 1,000%. But I'm saying a scenario that could play out is that, uh, you know, our, our, like a like a, almost a uh, Burisma uh, situation, not a Burisma, a uh, Burma, a uh, what's the place uh, that now, what's it called now? Uh, that used to be Burma. I, I, talk about it all, I talk about it all the time, too. I, uh, and I know, and I forget the name. It's on the tip of my starts tongue. With an M. It starts with an M. I don't What's remember. this fucking place called? Uh, oh, my, uh, oh, shit. I don't know. Chat. It's on the tip of my tongue. It starts with an M. Uh, Myanmar. It's Myanmar. Oh, there you go. It's in Myanmar. Uh, just like in Myanmar, where they had an, uh, a new election while the military watched over the election, paper ballots only. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a possibility, but also a possibility because it's awfully convenient. The statements that, that Elon Musk is, you know, telling Bob Iger to get, go fuck himself, which is amazing. Um, and, uh, you know, you have him, you know, bringing Alex Jones back Twitter's, you know, it's not a hundred percent free speech yet, but it's, it's the best thing that we've had in a long time. As far Tucker as- Carlson just started the Tucker yeah. Carlson network. TCN. Network, yeah. So they don't want that either. (laughs) No, no, they definitely don't want that. But Elon Musk also owns a thing called Starlink. Yeah. What if the internet goes out and Elon's like, oh, I'll just, you know, everybody can use Starlink. So because because really think about it. If if if, if a cyber attack happens, if a cyber attack happens, listen to how Klaus, old Klaus describes what would happen if a cyber attack? Like he's literally telling us what's going to yeah. happen. It's sick. He's so he's such garbage. Insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID nineteen crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. And they show America. The yeah. World Economic Forum, they show America <laughs> going out. Like, it's it's sick, dude. They literally tell us what they're going to do. And then we're like, hey, guys, like, I've been saying this for years that something like this is going to happen. And, and all of a sudden now it's in the mainstream. Like, hey, this might be fucking happening. Holy shit. What the fuck? I'm with you, April Appling. I have plenty of I have plenty of supplies. Plus, I have a very oh. unfriendly German Shepherd. Well, listen, <laughs> I don't I don't play these clips. To spread fear, because a lot of it is also fear mongering that they're doing. They're, trying, they're, they're trying to get us afraid. Um, and, and we need to, uh, as adults, as responsible adults, uh, need to understand that it's not fear that, that we're trying to push. It's, hey, make sure that you're prepared. So if it does, if worst case scenario does happen, you don't have to be afraid. You're already prepared for this kind of situation. Um, it's it's. A, a very big reality like some, that something like this could happen in the not so distant future. And if uh, it when it does, I will choose violence and oh, I will come to my house. I will pray on the week. <laughs> it, it, it's <laughs> I'm not helping anybody. It's 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 crazy. And I'd be very interested uh, 
to know if they use if they use this to try to bring their digital currency. I think that's what Info Tolerant Leftins is say, saying that they, they'll try to bring the digital currency behind this. Uh, they'll try to shut down the election. I'm sure they'll try to do a ton of things. Uh, I wonder if that's when we get an emergency broadcast, uh, or they're doing this to make it seem like they're going to do something just to get us talking about it, to make us sound like crazy conspiracy theorists that we can't be trusted. And then they start, I would say that if it wasn't on mainstream, but like the mainstream media is reporting on it. Like the main, like may, but it might be, it, it might be by design. Washington, yeah, but it wouldn't. That wouldn't make make us look crazy because people, the the normies would believe that because they'll be able to Google it and it'll show mm-hmm. right up on the mainstream. So, uh, it, it, I've been talking about it forever. I was told I was crazy forever, and now it's 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 happening. And I'm showing people these videos. They're like, "Holy shit! Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is terrifying." Um, and, and again, I don't show you these things. I don't show people this stuff to get them afraid. It's like, Hey, this is a reality. This is not something that, uh, uh, may not, it's, it's not something that's like, uh, some hypothetical. This is something that can happen. Um, and a very real, real reality. And if you're not prepared, you're going to have to figure some shit out. You're going to have to go and find somebody who is prepared and you don't want to be in that situation. Buy guns, buy ammo, and vote Donald Trump. Amen. A, a fucking man. It's fucking crazy. Um, but no, they, they they like it's 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 wild. And then you wonder why all these companies, Alan, are pushing the same message. You wonder why all these big corporations are are all telling the same line because they're all involved in the World Economic Forum. They're all involved. Why do you think they're sneaking crickets in ingredients in food? Like they're doing all these things. What about you know, they they want to do lab grown meat? They want to do all sorts of crazy shit. Meanwhile, while they're having the climate summit and they're telling you that we need to kill the cows to, to lower the, the uh, temperature of the earth. And these motherfuckers are eating literally barbecue and burgers at this summit while they're telling us not to eat meat, you know, but now there are so many stories breaking that they don't want people seeing. They don't want people knowing about all kinds of things. I mean, there was something that just came out earlier now, literally, like Ras, uh, Rasmussen reports, they're literally doing polls now to see how many mail-in voters are admitting that they cheated with their mail-in vote in the 2020 election. And they're getting people to admit it. Of course they are. Large numbers of people. And this information surprised? is coming out. No, no. We knew this. But the thing is... The mainstream will never talk about it. Mormies won't believe it. But now the stories and the data is coming out. Yes. They're, they're, they're trying every which way they possibly can to not cover it. They're trying every which everything that they can to use their influence. So make sure nobody even knows that this exists. They're uh, getting us distracted with all these other things that uh, so we're, we're not focused on the real stories that are breaking, but it's, it's not working anymore, Alan. It's not the brainwashing. And and I love to see, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day and uh, you know, I talked to a lot of people that are awake and are aware of what's going on. um, And 
they never they they always think that nothing is going to happen like they always everybody that i talk to is like yeah i see it you know it's real you're right but you know they're going to get away with it they're, they're never going to get caught they're never going to be held accountable and i i feel so differently about it because i've been doing this for so long alan i've been going down these rabbit holes researching these people's corruption their evil their sat their sat satanism their pedophilia i've been looking into it forever and it was a very, very lonely time for many, many years researching that stuff because I, I try to talk to people about it and they literally look at like, yo, you're a fucking nutcase. Like, what are you talking about? Nobody right. would listen. Like, it, you get made fun of for talking about this kind of stuff. Like, you're a crazy lunatic. Now everybody knows about it. Everybody. Everybody. Like, you go anywhere, Alan, and you talk yes. to somebody. Like, it, Everybody is aware of what's going on. They're seeing it. There's the, the there's very few people that are walking around that are still like completely like, yeah, I love Joey Bag of Donuts. Those people exist. Don't get me wrong. They still around, but there's so few and far between like they're they're, they're not a, a majority anymore. No. And when you have Charlemagne, the God, that weirdo saying on videos, Joe Biden, step aside. I mean, he's not coming out for Trump, but he's telling Joe Biden to step aside. I, that could be part of their their greater plan to get people to behind support for somebody else. Like it that. could be, it could be which which whatever. Big Mike, whatever. I I really think that's going to happen, and a lot they were talking about that on the Patrick Bet David show. That exactly what we've been saying for months. Uh, that at the very last minute they're going to use that that last minute switcheroo that they did. With Obama and Hillary, and with Bernie and Hillary, uh, see. and they're going to do it with Big Mike at at the convention. I think that's 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 really going to happen. But they this, are they are I, literally now that now they have Hillary Clinton, they're breaking her out to go and campaign with and for Joe Biden and fundraise with and for Joe Biden. And at some point, a little later, what their plan is is to bring Barry Satoro out alongside of him as well old barry well old barry oh speaking of cyber attacks old barry is like i posted that video on instagram and everybody told me about this movie uh leave the world behind with julia roberts yeah uh and it's produced by barry and big mike like they're executive producers okay on on this movie and the entire movie is all about symbolism and how the cabal has fallen and the elites have fallen and now there's nobody in control and the that america is collapsing and hmm. how the teslas all get programmed to blockade everybody from leaving the cities so they can't get out uh, and, and everything shuts down like all the things that we're talking about right now are in this movie and uh, it's produced by the Obamas. It's, it's amazing. It's it's they they literally tell us what they're gonna do. They yeah. literally put it in our fucking faces, Alan. And that's like, why. And the, in the in the hopes that people will just think it it means nothing, and eh, it's nothing. It's just a movie. Yeah, it's just bullshit. But then at the same time, in the hopes that, you know, what they call the uh, the conspiracy theorists will say, no, it's it's just look at this and, and cause more of a divide in, in, in the grand scheme of things. Just cause more of a divide within classes of people. I mean, that that's the name of the game on the left is to divide and conquer by it's, race, 
by it's wealth on, yeah, levels. It, it's on Netflix. Like it's 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 all predictive programming. Check yeah. this out. Tonight, we watched a movie called Leave the World Behind. I'm not a big movie watcher, but my husband is. But I usually just sit in here and read while he watches whatever. And I tuned into this one. It's a new movie just released on Netflix, and it's based off of this book. And it was produced by the Obamas. And unsurprisingly, there are a lot of things. Essentially, the movie is about the downfall of civilization and how it's done in three steps. First step being that the government is going to be toppled from within. Next one, that it's going to be littered with disinformation and misinformation to confuse the masses and to create chaos. The third step, if the first and second step are done correctly, is going to cause basically a civil war, causing the paranoid and problematic to start turning on each other. This movie is just full of Easter eggs. Obey one NASA. part of the movie where self-driving Teslas are directed to crash into the ins and the outs of the city to block anybody from getting in or escaping out. If you pay attention, in the movie, there's this mural behind the bed, and the mural changes throughout the mood of the movie. So it starts off as calm, then as the movie intensifies, it gets more rough and more stormy. There is a very obvious Friends reference all throughout the movie. The little girl is obsessed with the last episode of Friends called How It Ends. She's interesting because the star of the movie, Julia Roberts, also dated Matthew Perry way, way back. Matthew Perry, who also passed away earlier this year. The movie also references like billionaires and their bunkers, and it references the cabal on way more than one occasion. The heart of it is that the cabal has fallen and so nobody is in charge and this is what's leading to the fall of the united states of america essentially this is the message that everybody gets on their tv when it happens it has a very predictive programming feel to it but let me know have you seen it what other things did you notice and i mean with the obamas and the constant references to water planes crash in the water and a boat called the white lion runs up on shore from the ocean. Everybody wants water. They're constantly drinking water. Here's some water. You want some water? Didn't the Obama chef just drown? I can't watch anything anymore. I can't enjoy anything anymore. To sum it up, the entire movie itself doesn't even have a plot. There's no real storyline to this movie, and the ending is awful. If I if I were not paying attention like I am, I would think the movie would be terrible. There's no resolution. There's no real start. It just seems like it's just Sounds here. like a shitty movie. Here. I will never watch it. One more thing. It talks about microwave... EMP like energy and how it attacks like do weapons actual fuck anyway I will I will never watch it I won't watch it just to see how stupid it is I'll never watch it because it was produced by Barry Satoro and Big Dick Mike I'll I'll never watch it I might check it out it's, nope. I might check it out just to see how ridiculous it is uh it's <laughs> It's fucking so crazy that this is going on, Alan. They're talking about cyber attacks. They're talking like they're, they're, World War Three. We're literally on the brink of it. Biden's talking today, this afternoon, about how the United States needs to bring troops to Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like it's literally right, right in front of our fucking eyeballs. Zelensky canceled his meeting with Congress because Mike Johnson's like, yeah, no, nah, we're not doing this. We're not doing this money thing. It's like, <laughs> we're not doing that. You go get your money from the White House. You're not getting the money from us. Yeah. Meanwhile, Biden's like, yeah, we'll pledge another $200 million. He gave it. He gave him the $200 million. He can do that. He can do the drawdown. He, he doesn't need congressional approval for that. That he can do out of the DOD or whatever it is. But the the, the congressional money, they're like, no, nah, we're, we're, not, we're not doing this right now. Yeah, he was call- he was he was he was calling for it. Zelensky did a, a little me- a media tour and spent some time uh with 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 Biden 
And it was just a complete embarrassment. All this money that we're giving him, and he still hasn't bought a suit. He was wearing a green shirt that said Ukrainian on it. Like, what? Like, we didn't know who the fuck you were? He just bought some yachts, and he's just wearing his fucking green, <laughs> green shirt. He just bought no, no, no. Two, two we, ju- we just bought him some yachts. Yeah. And then meanwhile, <laughs> look, look at these fucking idiots. Look at these fucking morons. Oh, my God, dude. Thank you. Look, uh, we're going to... Alternate asking questions. We're going to ask a total of each ask two questions. Yeah. I will Scripted ask, answers. Uh, I will ask. I will recognize the first question. <laughs> I'm not asking any questions. I'll recognize them. I'll ask a question, Joe. But, but um, uh, and then he does this. Ready? It gets even better. Question three. <laughs> I, I guess I asked. No, I just asked. It's your turn. Question three. Oh shit! I wasn't supposed to do that. Uh... <laughs> like this is the shit show that we're dealing with. That we're fucking dealing with. And Alan, Alan, it gets even worse. It gets even worse. While all of this is going on, while all of this is going on, this fucking fool is talking to fucking Zelensky. The this guy's going on there talking about uh, authoritarianism on Fox News. It's hysterical. You have Hunter Biden getting indicted all over the place. Nine new indictments in the state of California, which are fucking that nonsense. mean nothing. Nonsense indictments. Nonsense <laughs> indictments. Absolute nonsense indictments. But he's, he's walking around, and he's doing podcasts with Moby. Way that I do it is number one. I recognize that none of this is is necessarily about me. They are trying to in the in in their most uh, illegitimate way, but rational way. They're trying to destroy a presidency, and so it's not about me. In their most Fine, base way, what they're trying to do is they're trying to kill me knowing that it will be a pain greater than my father could be able to handle. And so therefore destroying a presidency in that way. And so I realized that, that it's not about me. And then the second thing that I realized is that these people are just sad, very, very sick people. Yeah. We're the sick ones. Most likely just face traumas in their lives that they've decided that they are going to turn into evil that they decide that they're going to inflict on on the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. How many fingers did daddy put in you? Just stop already. You this guy, they, they released the numbers spent $826,000 on hookers. Good for him. I'll tell you right now, dude, I heard this. I was like, man, I'm not going to lie. Like, this is this is he looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> he was probably a lot of fun to party with. I would like back in my twenties, I definitely would have party partied with Hunter Biden. I'm not gonna he, lie. He sounds like a fucking maniac. I I would have I would have partied with him. Eight hundred and twenty six thousand dollars on whores. <laughs> like they they were talking about it on the Patrick <laughs> Bet David show, and they were like, "Yeah, we asked some of like the biggest rock stars in the world, and they were like, they broke our record. He broke our record. Like this is insane. Like what? <laughs> this is all in his tax fraud shit. This is all all he claimed them. Of course, it is great. Taxes. You can you? That's great. 
business write-offs, entertainment. I mean, if you you know, maybe you could write them off as entertainment, Dude. like restaurants. You you can have <laughs> business meals. You write write whores off as business meals. And meanwhile, Moby got vegan for life tattooed on his neck in big bold letters like a cuck. Looks like a really healthy individual. Let me tell you. Let these me people, fucking tell these you. These people are unbelievable. Oh, it's 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 fun. <laughs> so so like the timeline that we're on, Alan. Like it's 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 truly unbelievable. Like really think about this. Hunter Biden literally just said this that we're sick and we're evil yeah. for 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 trying to do what we're doing to him. This guy is is taking disgusting pictures with his niece, taking um, arguing with whores about weight of crack, picking up Parmesan out of the carpet to smoke it. And we're the sick ones, Alan. He's Smoking literally selling, selling, selling secrets for his dad to China and Ukraine. And they're getting away with it. They're going to get away oh, with it all. They're getting it's right in our faces. They're going to get away with it all. Nobody's going to jail. Right in our faces, dude. Nobody is going to jail. Right? Like, oh, hey, gonna, guys, fuck you. And it gets even you. worse. Go ahead. They're going to put Donald Trump in jail. They're not going to put Hunter Biden in jail and they're, Joe Biden in jail. They're really trying. And it gets mm. even worse, dude. Because, like, like, this is, like, it's so crazy. Like, it's it's the holiday season right now. It's it's Christmas time. It's Merry Christmas time. And oh, my God. I got my Donald Trump elf on the shelf. Oh, I want one of those. Where'd you yeah. get that? I think I, I don't know. My, my, I think my daughter ordered it on Amazon. It just showed up. So... So uh, it's it's Christmas time right now, and uh, everybody wants to buy gifts for their loved ones, and you know have have a great great Christmas. But people can't even afford to put food on their table or pay their bills. Like it's really at that point, people are struggling to pay their bills uh, in many cases, uh, and it's really really sad. And down at our border, which is wide open, and part of the reason why. China was able to infiltrate the United States so easily. Uh, our border is wide the fuck open. It's all working age males, fighting age males. Well, I don't think it happened to you know within our country, but I, you know, but I, I get what you're saying. And well, that's how they infiltrated. What do you well, mean? We, we in, but what do you mean infiltrated what? So they 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 infiltrated these business like these government agencies so that they're able to do the things that they're doing they're chinese spies like they did with the nypd like they did with feinstein's limo driver fang fang oh, 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 okay. That's how, and, and they were able to get into the country through mm-hmm. our through our border i thought you were easily. talking about like the like the 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 attack the other day like the uh, oh the well, i'm saying attack. well i'm saying that's how they were able to infiltrate is through our border and then then they were able to go and get these jobs and infiltrate that way um, cause our borders wide the fuck open. Anybody can come through. Like I've heard reports that they're, they're basically Walmart greeters. They're literally, they are. No, it's, it's not stories. It's that's what it's, they are. They're, they're bellhops and processors and that's it. Yeah. That's it. And, and Sheriff Mark Lamb made this statement the, uh, the other day. Um, and when people are struggling to put food on their table and they want to provide for their family and give their, their kids a good Christmas and they can't because everything's so freaking expensive. Like it's, it's insane. You cannot go to the grocery store and spend less than a hundred dollars. It's impossible. It's true. Uh, and 
it, pound it, of roast beef, seventeen ninety nine. Fucking nuts, dude. Gas, the electric bill, heat, all of these things are through the roof expensive, and people cannot afford when they have two, three, four kids uh, to add on more expensive expenses with Christmas when they're barely getting by right now. And it's really sad, but down at the border, listen to what's happening down at the border. You know, we see all these people coming across, mostly military age men coming from China, from Africa, from all over the world. Uh, most of them not even being vetted when they come in here. But here's what's really gonna bother you. When these folks come across and they're processed, they're being given a cell phone, a plane ticket to wherever they wanna go in this country, so probably to a community near you, and a $5,000 visa card. So while this Christmas season, you're struggling to keep your lights on, yep. uh, you're struggling to pay your rent, put Christmas presents under the tree for your kids, we have our government giving people that came into this country illegally $5,000 gift cards. That's the truth, folks. 5000 Yeah. Uh, Alan, Alan, I'm about to, to book a flight for $250. <laughs> I'm about to go over the border and and. Hop in a caravan. I could use five G's right now. Who wouldn't? Like, 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 seriously, like, this is the most ridiculous thing you could possibly hear when you're barely able to put food on your fucking table and you're hearing that these illegal immigrants are coming over the country and they're getting five grand Visa gift cards on our dime, on our taxpayer dime. Why the fuck is anybody paying taxes? Like, you should hear that and immediately figure out any way you could possibly do it to stop paying the government any more money. Well, They're giving the, it to anyone but you. But that's the problem. You just, if you're going to work, you're going to pay taxes. It's, that's, that's, it's all, it's, that's the system. If you're going to have a job, you're getting taxes deducted. So, you if, know. If, if I were you, I would figure out any way possible to get out of that life because it's it's disgusting it is what they're doing with our tax dollars and our country is falling apart at the seams people are our veterans are homeless uh no one gives a shit uh they're gonna send our sons and daughters over to die in another needless war and they're giving these fucks Cell phones, plane tickets, and five G's. Like I had, like what? That would, I tell you what. It would, like Buck Fiden just said. Could you imagine? Like that would be that would be a great story. Like that would be. If we're able to do it and get away with it. Like just if I if I didn't have a family, and I had really nothing to lose, I would take the trip. I would go across the border and I would come back with no information, no documentation on me and just tell them, you know, not say much. I'm here. I'm here. What what do I get? But then you know what would end up happening? If I went there and I came here with no passport, no nothing, and I lied, and I told them that I didn't have anything and that I'm here to, to seek asylum, I'm no sure. information, and they gave me the $5,000 card. And I used it. The FBI would come. They would find out. The FBI would come and get me, and they would lock me up for defrauding the United States government. That is a fact that would happen. Yeah. 
That would happen. Yep, that would definitely happen. Oh, Alex. You would go to federal fucking prison. Yeah, they'd use it against you 100% because of what you talk about. It's it's crazy, dude. It's fucking crazy. I, I Listen, I, it's, I, I've definitely thought about doing it. I've definitely thought about making that trip, one, one-way trip, and you know, maybe spend a week in Cabo and then just start making my way up. What you should do is you should you do that, but before that, you over tan and you keep your beard and you tell them you're Muslim, but you're Americanized, but you're from oh, wherever. I'll put, I'll put on a fucking spray tan, dude. I don't go whatever. Fuck. And then you keep the beard, yeah. you tell them you're from wherever, and then you, you're here. Where's my five thousand dollar fucking visa card? You, you, you ever you ever see Team America when he tries to be a Muslim? Of course, Durka Durka Durka. but remember his patchy beard and what yeah. he looked like? Durka Durka, Muhammad Jihad. I, I I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good, dude. Oh, so I I dude. Oh, I would love to do that. That would be fucking epic. Oh man, drug I mean, trash, huh? Yeah, but you know, you know what? Another thing is, it's, they it's all have not cell illegal. Phones. I could bring my cell phone. They all have nice clothes. I could, you know, wear yeah. nice shoes. I'm gonna tell you how we make money because they're doing it in the San Diego sector. They're doing it in other places too. What we do is we get a bunch of like bullshit used cars, right? You buy like five of them to uh-huh. start registered that they're they're legal they can even be legal in your name right uh-huh and then we put on like uh certain web pages and certain forums that these Ill- illegals are or especially european illegals are, are looking at and what you do is you put a for a car rental and you'll meet them in tijuana and you charge five thousand dollars a head and they're renting your vehicle so you get four people a clip just easy math 20 grand right you drive the car right you get in the car with somebody with two cars. You drive to Tijuana. Tijuana is a regular city. You, you go to the local grocery store parking lot. Hey, go see a donkey show. You give them the keys to the car. You get back in your buddy's car and you're out of here. You're back over the border. You're legal. So you just back. They come in with your legal, legally registered car. They get stopped. We're seeking asylum. Well, where did you get the car? Well, we rented it. Okay. They're going to bring those people into the country. They're going to go through the process, and they're going to be released into the interior of, of America. They're going to take your car. They're going to put it in the Border Patrol impound yard, okay? We're going to know it's at the impound yard. We're going to show up and say, hey, this is the registration to the vehicle. I believe you have it in impound. They're going to go, yep, let me go get it. You're going to pay $350 to get that car out of impound. No laws were broken. You can rent the car to whoever you want. Literally, no, this is what's happening. No laws are broken. You do it again. Border Patrol are grabbing the same cars week after week, month after month. They know because they recognize the license plate. They recognize the car. It's on record. No laws are broken. They, they question you. They go, I rent my car. I don't know. They This is where I bring it. They I don't know what they're doing with it. And then you're making like 20, 30 grand, 40 grand a trip, depending on how Gosh. many assholes they're shoving in their car. Cash. Cash. Always cash. Oh, dude, that's not a bad idea. There's a lot of beaters that you can rent, dude. Yeah. For a grand. You, you spend you, you literally spend 30 grand, get 
three cars, get four cars that run, they're good, whatever, register them, boom, and you have the illegal. You need to spend that much. What? You can get well, a car I'm just, for, you get three cars for 10 grand. What are you talking about? That whatever, whole fine. Whatever it is, whatever it is. Oh my goodness, it'd be fucking brilliant. Whatever it is. And then you just keep renting them out. You get the legwork. You, you just have to keep going, you know, bringing the car to Tijuana or wherever you can. And then come back over the border, wait a few days, and you got to go get the car to impound. Oh my goodness, that'd be fucking epic. And just start making money. Be fucking epic. So you see in uh, in Ireland, they hired the new censorship guy. I'd be honest with you. I, I saw it, but I, I I have a rule now. I do not pay attention to what's going on in any other countries unless it has a direct effect of our country. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Ireland, Ireland has fucked itself so much. I, I still have family there. Fucked itself so much from this liberal cocksucking government and all of the liberals that run around. Dublin is like Manhattan. It's actually worse, in my opinion. And so- they deserve everything they get because they keep voting for it. So this fucking guy, the only reason I bring this up is just because how ridiculous this 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 guy looks. <laughs> oh, Jeremy Godfrey is now the head of monitoring and censor, censoring in Ireland. This fucking douche canoe looks like he'd be the head of monitoring. His parents should have monitored and censored while they were banging so they did not breed this. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Like, he looks like he got bullied so hard as a kid. He looks like, uh, yeah, he... And and now he's going to take it out on the state of the the country of Ireland? Yeah. It's going to monitor and censor everybody. Yeah. It's like the Ministry of Truth that the Biden regime tried to put in place. That was that was great. That was they they do. They do. They do it right in front of us. Uh, So I don't know if you saw this, Alan, uh, on Etsy. There's some weird things being sold for large sums of money. You see this on Etsy now on Etsy. Uh, where is the? How do what I, are they selling? That was like um, what they were accusing uh, Wayfair of doing. Wayfair. That so yeah. one left three thousand dollars of cheese pizza instant download from Yummy Yum Pizza. This can't be real. No, it is real. Did you go on Etsy and find yeah, it? Yeah, it is. It is real. This I would. Is, so let's order a pizza for three grand and see what happens. This is, uh, chicken file. Four thousand. This cannot be real. Yeah, on Etsy. I I'm gonna I I'm my wife has bought stuff on Etsy. I'm gonna go on Etsy and I'm gonna look for this cheese pizza and I'm gonna spend. I think it's gonna take it down now, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend three thousand dollars on that pizza and see what shows up at my door. <laughs> I'm just gonna what 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 is gonna show up on my door? If I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's gonna be like Comet Ping Pong Pizza. I'm gonna, maybe there's a phone number I can call up and ask, hey, you got any Asians or little redheads running around? Yummy. Are you looking on Etsy right now? Yeah, it's been taken down. Oh, see, there's no phone. All of it, see? It Do they, put, they, they don't put phone numbers. It'll be like eBay, contact the seller. It was there. Do you have any vegan kids? <laughs> Jesus. That's so fucked up. Okay, come on. <laughs> this is like a fucking meme. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm. I'm not laughing. I'm.
the hell did just happen? Uh, but what what uh, it is something that is fake that's going around? I will circle back to this. Everybody's sharing that video of the Army Navy game, and they're they're chanting "fuck Joe Biden." It wasn't a it was a, it was a fake video. Yeah, it, it was, was it was the audio. I think it was great, but the it was fake audio. It was great. This is this is the original. It's still yeah. great. Like that's oh, yeah. sick. That's Donald Trump was there for that. That's when Donnie was there. I wish they were yelling. Uh... Well, what night? What day did that happen? The recent one was on. Uh, I think it was Saturday. Well, he wasn't there on Saturday because he no, was he, in Manhattan. No no, 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 it's usually the 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 president that goes, and Joe Biden has never been to an Army Navy game to support oh. our troops. While Donald Trump was president, yes, he went to where? Why is this not loading up? Here we go. He went to. All four years, hanging out with these guys, just chilling. Yep. All four years, Donald Trump was at the Army-Navy game. But, yeah, dude, there's multiple people reporting on this Etsy story uh, all over the place. Interesting. And they're selling cheese pizzas. It doesn't surprise me. Making fingers for astronomical prices. Like, and it's like, it's like Craigslist. Like, nobody's going to fucking, you know, who's searching yummy, yum, yum pizza Unless you know some somebody who has it, should we, we should we should Google what is it? Yummy, yummy. It was yum, yum. Oh, yummy, yum, yum is a song by Justin Bieber. Oh, of course it was. Yummy, yum, yum pizza. Yummy, yum pizza. Oh, yummy, yum pizza. Yeah. I'm just putting it in the Google machine and seeing what happens. Instant download. I bet it's I, I, it's an instant download, so it doesn't show up at your door. Uh, no, it, what happened was Yummy Yummy Pizza came up, and it's a it's a it's a Coco Melon Nursery rhyme song on YouTube. <laughs> oh my god, dude, these people are so sick. Funny Fun Pizza song by Blippy Foods for Kids. The pizza song for kids. You know, this pisses me off because I love pizza. You know, it's but like, that's why, but that's why they do these things. They, they do those on purpose because it, it's so innocent. Like everybody loves pizza. I love pizza. But now you just, it's, it's, sick. I just love my pizza. Like actual cheese. You know. pizza. Ugh. It's fucking it's so disgusting. It, it's so sick, dude. These people are pure, pure evil. If you're gonna order pizza, make sure it's over you know eighteen. All right, <laughs> it's so fucked up. Or when Alan calls Comet, he's like, uh, "You guys have any blacks or Hispanics running around? Blacks, Hispanics running around the basement? That guy was great. I've been looking. I want to know the truth. I can't find nothing." Jonathan Allen's in the chat telling you to get fucked uh, again. Yeah, these people, these people are just fucking gross, dude. And they all need to be hung and castrated in public. Fuck. All and then them. and then set on fire alive with their genitals in their mouths. All of them. All uh, of them. So last week, um, we spoke about, or two weeks ago, I guess now, we spoke about Seth Rich and how they had 14 days to release the contents of the laptop. Oh, did they did they reach their deadline? 
Uh, it was supposed to be tomorrow. It was supposed to be. That's the lawyers are supposed to get it, right? So. Who died? Defendant FBI investigations files this un, uh, unposed motion for an extension of time for the joint status report according to the court's memorandum opinion order EFC 16 on November 28th. The so they deli- they're, they're delaying the release. They're trying or they're, they, they're the court, asking. Today, the, the judge right. on the 12th of December, mm-hmm. today, uh, that's today, I believe, right? Yeah, yes. That's today. Okay. Uh, before the court, defendant Federal Bureau of Investigation, FBI, uh, unopposed motion and extension for a joint file report in accordance with the court's memorandum. Have considering the same is of the opinion that the motion has merit and should be granted. It is therefore ordered the defendant's deadline for providing a response to the court's memorandum opinion orders DK-136 shall be extended up to including Friday, January 11th. So a whole month. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's typical in court things. If they're asking for an extension, it's usually a month from the deadline. They'll say, listen, we need more time. Listen, they need more time to, to clean it. the hard drive and only put on what they want on there. 100%. Tell exactly. me they're not doing that. That's exactly what I expect them uh, to be doing. It's exactly what I expected. Like it's the FBI. They're the most corrupt people ever, ever. Yeah. Uh, so Alan, you're going to love this. We'll close out on these fucking crazy lunatic liberals. So there's this new thing that's going on around TikTok with these lunatic liberals called agenda 2025 that they're putting out there. Uh, and it's going to be Donald Trump's Trump's agenda when he becomes president and listen to listen to what they think is going to happen on agenda 2025 you haven't heard about project 2025 stop what you're doing and watch this project 2025 is a plan for trump's second term that would transform america into a far-right christian nationalist militarized state you can read the nearly thousand yes. plan for yourself at project2025.org so you can know i am not exaggerating three key facts Number one, a mass firing purge that Trump authorized before the 2020 election but never got to act on is at the center of Project 2025. Now, more than 2 million Americans across the country are part of of the federal civilian workforce. Scientists at scientific agencies, doctors at the FDA, accountants at the IRS. We want experts doing jobs that require expertise. But more than 50,000 of them would be fired under this plan and replaced with MAGA loyalists who would use the power of these agencies to fundamentally change the nature of America without needing to involve Congress. Number two, Project 2025 is a far-right Christian nationalist agenda. By page five, they're already proclaiming (laughs) pornography should be outlawed. The people who produce and distribute it should be imprisoned. Educators and public librarians who purvey it should be classed as registered sex Yes, they should be. This would be alarming enough if they were talking about actual pornography. But their definition spans anything that acknowledges the existence of LGBTQ people. They claim on page 451 that families comprised of a married mother, father, and their children 
are the foundation of a well-ordered nation and healthy society, thereby designating queer people, single parents, unmarried co-parents, and people who get abortions as inherently inferior and a threat. None of that is true. No. On page 584, they call for the so Department funny. of Labor to explicitly give companies permission to discriminate against LGBTQ Americans. On page 450, they also declare that life begins at conception and abortion is, quote, not health care. Accordingly, the FDA would ban abortion medications, as detailed on page 458. The administration would also seek to strip abortion services and contraception from health plans. See pages 483 and 585. Number three, Project 2025 envisions a militarized police state where <laughs> law enforcement is answerable only to the president. Maybe you live in a blue city or state and you think, I don't have to worry about my librarians being imprisoned? Guess again. Page 553. <laughs> we're, we're locking up the librarian Local now. law enforcement if they don't like how your own elected officials are running things. And they will prosecute district attorneys that they don't agree with. The plan also strips or the FBI director of their impact, criminals, making them a lackey of the president. See page 549. And on page 104, the plan reduces the number of military generals, so power is more fully consolidated in the commander-in-chief. A central focus of the police state would be Trump's goal of undertaking the largest domestic deportation yes. operation in American history. Immigration Do it. is to be conducted like a war, with the military deployed within the U.S., and millions of immigrants rounded up oh, using that famous photo. newly constructed mass holding camps. A powerful new... <laughs> agency would replace the Department of Homeland Security. See page 133. This would also mean the DHS's efforts to combat far-right domestic terrorists would stop altogether. The Nazis are One coming, Alan. That is not in the public document, but that members of the Project 2025 team reportedly disclosed to the Washington Post is to invoke the Insurrection Act to have the military suppress public protests against Trump. <laughs> I'm just distracted. <laughs> The plan is loaded with actions ranging from changing labor rules to effectively end overtime pay, that's on page 592, to slaughtering wild horses, that's on page 528. You can do your own deep dive on their website, project2025.org. I'm Alan Piper at A Piper 13. All right, all right listen. For all of the information you What have. a fucking crock of shit, dude. Hold on a sec. This is Project 2025, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As if I did, as if I needed another reason to vote for Donald Trump. That is the best <laughs> campaign video I've ever seen. It was amazing, dude. <laughs> you, I was like, oh, we're going to fire everybody? Yes. As oh. if I needed another reason. We're going to deport everybody? Do it. <laughs> we're going to actually lock up pedophiles? Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, it's the great it's the, the the greatest timeline ever and to 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 sum up the timeline Donald Trump in an 80s theme calling out Joey Bag of Donuts to close So if Crooked Joe wants to turn this election into a question of which candidate will defend our democracy and freedom then I say bring it on let's go Joe bring it on because you are bring a corrupt on, person you're the most corrupt president in our history and by the way the most incompetent president in our history because Americans don't like tyrants we don't like fascists 
We don't like communists and we don't like crooked Joe Biden. You just have to look at the poll. With your vote on Election Day 2024, America will be a free nation once again. Yes, we will. We will be free and we will be great. Thank you. Life's gonna be good again. <laughs> Life is gonna be good again. <laughs> I, I'm all in for uh, um, Project 2025. Fuck them, dude. Bring it on. I'm so ready for Project 2025. I hope. I hope that that's exactly what happens. <laughs> Fuck all of these people. They're all pieces of shit. Alan, it's been a friend, fun Tuesday. We'll be back on Friday this t- this week with memes of the week. Correct. Memes yes. of the week this week memes memes of the week yes we will be back friday yes okay, good alan will be back tomorrow morning and tomorrow afternoon tune in on his channel and on lfa tv at 3 p.m eastern shout out to our sponsors my patriot cigars i couldn't load up the fucking thing in time alan didn't send it to me in time piece of shit well, that, well now you have it the, the cool commercial we'll have it next week the cool the cool patriot cigar commercial i want to have another one made already with without Alan Alan telling Bill Clinton to get fucked. Um, great commercial. No flavored cigars, Bill. Yeah, no, no flavored cigars. Go to mypagecigars.com, use code WPRUSA. You get 25% off your order. Great holiday gift uh, or something to bring to your holiday party. If you're, you're not a cigar smoker, you want to send a cigar out to a uh, men and women in the armed forces, you can as well. You could use that code and get even more discounts. Alan, you said a lot of people are requesting those and, and ordering those. That's a that's a hot ticket item now is sending cigars over. Yeah, no, they, they've over, been overseas. it's been it's been happening a lot. Yeah. And if you yeah. and if you if you do order them, it's not a it's not it's not a code, but you do get bonus points if you tell if you leave Alan a message and you tell him to get fucked. Some uh, people do. I know it's fucking awesome. I love it. Those are my some of my favorite texts that I get from you is when someone orders cigars and <laughs> The message tells you to get fucked. It's so great. I can't wait to get the LFA TV people to be on board with telling you to get fucked. It's going to be yeah, glorious. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, that's an, it's an interesting crowd over there. Definitely it's going to be glorious. A soon, dynamic. Soon, some people are going to come in and LFA TV. Hey, Alan, get fucked. <laughs> it's going to be fucking great. Shout out to Kush Creams. Go to kushcreams.com. Get the best pain cream in the game. 23 21-time can- Cannabis Cup award winning for a reason. I use it every single day. Literally. It's a lifesaver. I, I don't know what I would do without it. Go to kushcreams.com, code WPRUSA, you get 15% off. Can't forget our friend Sirius CBD either. Go to Sirius CBD or get SiriusCBD.com, uh, number one CBD on the planet. Guys, Alan, it's been fun. See you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. I'll probably be tuning in to tell you you get fucked. Um, Love it. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button or you're a fed. Until next time, guys, where we go on, we go all. See ya. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true 
existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, lie, lie. And then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented. And the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us.
The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company, and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again.